Yeah. So, so one of the things we're going to do tonight, I don't know if you have your stuff to do it. And if not, you can do it on your own as a, as a time of gratitude later. But I feel like something God has shown me is, is something that he had taught me a while back is, you know, when we have issues or problems in life, you know, we'll, we'll pray about them, but I, he's taught me to take communion over those as a way of just something physical to do where we remember, wait a minute, I've got him. I've got him with me. And it is a way of just kind of symbolizing. I'm turning that over to him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, at the beginning of this month, we took communion over the challenge. But something I feel like he's shown me lately is at the end, when you recap, when you see progress, when you see a victory, when you see good things happening, that should also be an opportunity for us to take communion again as a celebration as a time to come together with him at the time of gratitude. So you think about Abraham, when Melchizedek came out to meet Abraham, it was after Abraham won a battle. And he took communion with Melchizedek there in the Old Testament in Genesis. So I feel like something he's shown me is that, you know, when we wrap up these challenges, hopefully we're seeing some progress through the month. So tonight what we're going to do is we're going to do, I'm going to do just a little recap of some of the learning lessons for me throughout this month. And I just saw, uh, similar to you guys, I saw some good things happening, just some some shifts. And a lot of those those shifts start small. And you just start seeing, I've seen it, seen it in my family. I've seen it in, even in our community of people, just you guys here. Um, us starting to, to kind of coordinate and work together on some projects. We're starting to see that happening this month. And just connecting with God, uh, getting some more insight and revelation into my own purpose. Hopefully you guys are seeing those things as well. So we're going to do just a little recap. And then we're going to take communion just as a time of gratitude for just the ways that we saw God God come through in this area of connection over the last month. And then we're going to be asking for his help just to, to keep maintaining it, to sustain that rhythm, this connection rhythm with, with him, with our purpose, our loved ones, our community as we go forward from this challenge. So let's talk about a few things. Just learning lessons. You know, for me, we started with connecting with God. And just a reminder for me, it's a good reminder, because sometimes, you know, we get into reading our Bible, we get into our prayer time. And sometimes it can be easy to kind of, especially when you get a busy schedule where you're kind of going through the motions sometimes with things. Just a good reminder of bringing that awe and presence and honor into our time of reading the Bible, into our prayer time, into everything we do when we're connecting with him. Just bringing that awe and reverence into that time with him. Think about it. You're, you're, you're praying, you're communicating with the creator of the heavens and the earth, the almighty God. You're reading his word, his letters to you. And just having that reverence in that time. And then we talked about connecting spirit, soul, and body. And something just, again, it was just a good reminder for me because I had the exercise that we talked about doing of just praying in the spirit, praising God, putting on music, journaling, moving your physical body all at the same time. I had been doing that, but maybe not quite at the level that I had done it at some points in my life. And just uh, I saw a more consistency in that, a greater level of consistency of walking in that. And I learned as we begin to connect spirit, soul, and body, I learned this month that God has a way of just creating these this perfect fit, these beautiful solutions that are the perfect, seamless fit in our life. And as we work on connecting spirit, soul, and body, he begins to bring those solutions. You know, often we face 
problems in life that don't always have easy solutions. And he has a way of just putting those perfect solutions, those beautiful solutions into our life. And the other, the other big thing I learned with connection is don't force it. Take a gentle approach to connection. You think of it like puzzle pieces fitting together. And sometimes people try to force the puzzle pieces together, just taking a more gentle approach. Don't try to force the connection with spirit, soul, and body. Don't try to force the connection with your loved ones or your community. Take a more natural, more gentle, more uh, easy, seamless approach to it. And then we talked about, in the area of our family, we talked about throwing and catching bids. You remember bids are opportunities to connect. For example, your spouse tries to initiate a conversation. They ask you to go do something with them. They try to connect with you in some way. How we respond to those bids that they throw our way. Do we catch those bids? Because it's very dishonoring to not catch those bids, to miss those bids. It's very dishonoring to them. And we talk about throwing some bids in their direction as well. What do they like to do? What makes them feel loved and cherished and honored? Because the way we like to connect and the way they like to connect are probably not the same. And so how can we throw bids their way in the way that they like to connect? And so something I learned in this, a lot of times we talk about in our blueprint, we talk about offense and defense. When we're catching bids, think of it like playing defense, like you're defending your relationship. When you catch bids, you're defending your relationship. And why is that? Because if your spouse or your kids or whoever throws a bid your way and we don't catch that bid, there's the tendency for them to get down, to get frustrated, to get irritated, maybe get angry, to get into some kind of temptation of some sort. And when we catch those bids, we're playing defense to help them stay positioned in the light. We can help them and we can play defense for them by catching those bids. And then when we throw the bids, we're going on offense. We're going on the offensive to go over the top and to try to bless them with good things, just to be an over-the-top blessing to them. We can go on the offensive and try to be a blessing to them. We can step into their world to visualize and to imagine, how can I be a blessing to them today? And I can I can take a, that approach into my relationships. And then we talked about just a aligned community of people. And one of the things I've learned, uh, we were just talking before we we jumped on live here, is, you know, I, I had some some vision uh, for some things in our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, of some things for us to start to do to take the the courses that we have to turn them into more of a of a uh, a tightened up curriculum with some quizzes and tests and almost like certification that people will go through. And, but as I started to look at the amount of work that that was going to take. I was like, oh, it's going to take me a long time to do that because I'd have to go through every piece of it and develop questions and uh, the curriculum and all those such things. It'd take me a long time. But then we started to, to engage and to incorporate you guys into this where you guys are going to start helping in that process of creating it with me. And it's amazing how when we work together, it takes the pressure off of us individually and we can get so much more done and hopefully... We'll see here at a faster, a much faster pace, much less strain on any one individual. We can get it all done in a much better way. But it takes that community working together. And we've all got different gifts and talents and experiences and knowledge and networks. And when we work together, we get the full picture. 
because it's not just on what I know or what you know or what the other person knows or what they're able to do. We're working together. We're able to collaborate. We're able to produce has a multiplier effect, I believe. We're able to produce at a much higher level. And so we're going to take communion just as a time of gratitude for this month of just connection. Like I said, I feel like God, something God has shown me is that we can take communion in times where we have issues or problems. We can take communion as a time to remember, wait a minute, I've got God with me in this situation. As a time to release those problems over to him as something physical that we do to say, you know what, I'm turning it over to God. That moment that I took communion, I believed I received his help with that. And it turned the tables and it's going to change the trajectory of it going forward. But something I've learned is we can also take communion as a time of gratitude after the victory. After we see good things happening, I think we should be taking communion as just a time of gratitude and praise, giving joyful thanks to him. And so as we take communion also, we're going to be asking for his help. I think one of the phrases that's come up often, I think it's even in some of the books, we talk about a connection rhythm. Staying in a rhythm of connection. And so we're going to be asking for his help to stay in that rhythm of connection with him. So I want you to think about moving forward. How can you keep the connection rhythm with God? Keep connecting with him. Stay in a great rhythm with him of connection. How can you stay in a great rhythm of connection in the area of your purpose? Staying connected to that purpose, growing in it over time. How can you keep that connection rhythm in your family, with your spouse or your kids or your family, whoever the, whoever your loved ones are in your life? Maybe it's date nights. Maybe it's meals together. How can you maintain some kind of a rhythm and keep that rhythm going forward? And the same thing with our community. How can you create that rhythm in the community? So Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful. I'm very grateful personally for this, this connection challenge. I saw a lot of good things happening in my own life. And it sounds like for a lot of you guys, we've seen some, some good things happening as well. I'm just very grateful for the things that we saw happen, the things that you made happen in our lives over this last month. And just for greater insight into connection, helping us to connect on a new level. And we're asking for your help to keep this connection rhythm going and just growing stronger and stronger as we move forward from here. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment to remember. God sent us his one and only son. He didn't have to. He could have left us on our own. But he chose to send Jesus for us. All of us had gone astray. We'd all missed it. And he laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes we've been healed. God poured the cup of his wrath onto his body. He was crushed. He was destroyed by God. So that we could be connected back to him. Be made right and holy and perfect in his sight. And he raised him up on the third day. Seated him in heavenly places at his right hand. And he raised us up with him and seated us together with him in heavenly places. He made us new. So Father, we thank you for this bread. And for your help with this connection. We ask you to bless this bread in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread.
Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's that forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. He transfers us into the light. He qualifies us to share in the inheritance with his holy people in the light. His blood washes us and cleanses us. Gives us a new covenant with God, this fresh start, this covenant relationship with him. He's with us, he's for us, he's working for our good. We can live this new life connected to him. So Father, we thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice.